Our intrepid band of rebels perform a daring rescue mission, saving the young Mandalorians from an icy doom. Upon returning to the Mandalorian settlement of Aramorut, they met with the clan chieftain to negotiate aid for Foundry 4. They were able to secure a fierce fighting force to aid their allies on Zorn, and then prepared to set off towards the jungle planet Koak to find soldiers working for the slaver prince Molek. Will they succeed? Find out in this episode of Friends Like These. So, as we enter into today's session, let's start by rolling destiny points and duty. So I'll roll the duty. Would you guys have gotten some duty from um, uh, some the recruiting the Mandalorians and things like that? Uh, I rolled an 11, which I believe fits into Aro. I'm also echoing, so really badly on someone's side. Um, Aro, you get uh, a temporary plus two bonus to your wound threshold um, just for this session, and everyone else gets uh, plus one bonus to your wound threshold for this session. As you guys are bolstered by your recent victory on um, getting those Mandalorians to fight for you guys. We have plus one to our wound threshold. Yeah, for this session. Okay. Nice. Plus one. Double digits. All right. What do we got? Three dark side, one light side points. I like, <sighs> I like this a lot. I've realized in editing and like listening through the, the other uh, past sessions, I like have never spent a destiny point before. So I'm gonna start doing that. You guys are getting off easy. Really don't. Um, but. No. Anywho, as you guys lift off the mellifluous lifts um, up out of Foundry Four. Vero, go ahead and input the coordinates and, and make an astrogation check. This is a hard astrogation check. Okay. Um, to see how quickly you can set a course to Koak. As in quickly, I don't mean how quickly you can actually set the coordinates. I mean, like, the best coordinates to get you there the quickest. <clears throat> Two successes, three advantages, one dark side. Oh, sorry, we accidentally had my, uh... <laughs> we can keep the roll, just give her the dark side. <laughs> just get her the dark So that would be two successes, three advantages. <laughs> I, I left okay, my uh, so with that, the flight will only be four hours and 30 minutes. Okay. Only. So you reduce the time dramatically with those advantages. Um... What if we just don't get back in time, and then we just come back and the whole place is just blown up <laughs> it's just blown up you guys come back too late that might happen just saying and the clone is like the clone survived you just stand it well your barricades didn't work your barricades didn't work <laughs> they sucked um you did not so, use them correctly <laughs> <laughs> you say to their corpses okay so the four of you set off into hyperspace towards the planet of koak um you guys uh, don't really know much about, about uh, the place you're going. Um, you know that there is a group of, uh, an empire really, of Zygerian slavers um, over there in this nearby planet that you guys plan to uh, recruit some of them and their forces. Uh, but beyond that, you guys have never been here. You guys don't really have much knowledge um, about Koak. Is there anything you guys would like to do on the four-hour flight over? Take a nap. 
Nothing comes to mind. Take a nap? Okay, so... Skipper takes a nap. <laughs> you guys drop out of hyperspace. Um, and Kawak appears before you on, on, on the viewport. Uh, gets larger and larger as you approach. It is a... Uh, it looks kind of similar to Earth. It's covered mostly in water. Um, you see large land masses of, of, of a rich, vibrant green. Um, you see the swirling patterns of clouds kind of moving across the atmosphere. Um, it looks very vibrant and, and rich um, in color, blues and greens and some, some browns. Um, and as you approach, being to break through the atmosphere, um, you can see it seems to be a, a definitely hotter, uh, tropical kind of planet. You fly over these sparkling, uh, oceans, past these little, little islands that pop out of the water every once in a while, these little, like, peninsulas and such. You don't really see any ships or any kind of signs of civilization on these smaller islands. Um... Your coordinates are taking you towards the capital city of Sklavos. Um, it's it's not really like the capital. Uh, Kowak is not a fully civilized planet, nor does it have any kind of like full-on rule uh, like planets under the rule of the Empire. Um, but since the most of the population lives in Sklavos, um, that's kind of become the de facto capital of Kowak. Um, as you approach, you see the lush jungle canopy, and atop it, on a red rhombus-shaped granite plateau, you see the city of Sklavos. Three sides of Sklavos Plateau are cliffs, rising nearly 30 meters above steep embankments covered in dense vegetation. The fourth side is a series of rocky outcroppings that gradually slope downward into the jungle below. As you soar above it, you look down, all of you kind of pressing yourselves against the windows. You see Sklavos, it looks like a, a patchwork pile of bronzium, golden, and patinated rooftops. Thousands of merchants, slavers, buyers, people move about the crowded streets. Dozens of primitive huts and villages, surrounded by tall wire fences, rest on several lower landing landings to make up the slave sector, connected by a narrow dirt road that slithers along the slope toward the jungle. A smooth granite wall, ten meters high, cages the slave sector and keeps out jungle predators. What you could only assume is the royal palace dominates the plateau's northern peninsula. The enormous jade and obsidian ziggurat towers high above the rest of the city. Its countless open-air terraces traversed by hundreds of little, little royal guards, you see. You see these creatures, um, almost reptilian, uh, not exactly scaled, but, but leathery-skinned, um, kind of mottled brownish, uh, uh, brownish-greenish, uh, uh, tanned flesh, winged, large uh, creatures, uh, kind of similar to like pterodactyls almost. Um, and atop them you see uh, they are mounted by figures, um, what appears to be some sort of like security patrol. 
um, kind of soaring above the city. Um, and most of them are also kind of uh, circling around the top of this massive ziggurat royal palace. As you begin to lower down towards Sklavos, the automated control tower nearest to you um, begins uh, boosting out frequencies to direct you um, to set down on one of the many rooftop landing platforms spread throughout the southern portion of the city. You guys make your way down onto one of the landing platforms. As you're arriving, some other ships are also landing, some are leaving. Um, most of these ships do not look like the nice, smooth, refined ships of the Empire or the Core World. Um, a lot look jury-rigged or kind of patched together. Um, a lot look like they've seen their fair share of battles. Um, you see uh, ships w emblazoned with symbols, uh, which you kind of a few of you recognize as like symbols of, of pirate syndicates, criminal syndicates, uh, smuggling rings. Um, obviously, most of them are large kind of cargo uh, ships. Uh, you see groups of slaves let out of, of one of the nearby cargo ships. Um, and around you, um, there is just lots of like commotion. Uh, and it seems like the slavers, um, who are kind of leading these, you know, groups of slaves that you see kind of patchwork throughout the, this, the, um, landing platform around you, are also, like, acting as security in a sense. Um, you see a lot of these, uh, slavers with their whips kind of at the ready, just looking around and kind of yelling at people to stay in line and stuff like that. Um, also, the majority of the population, it seems, further into the city, right here on the landing platform, there do seem to be a lot of different species of people coming and leaving, but they, the majority of the population seems to be Zygerian, which is, uh, they, they, uh, they're humanoid creatures, um, and they have uh, fur, uh, kind of tufts of fur, similar to, similar to a Lasat, um, but considerably less fur, more like orange or brown or dark brown, um, kind of spiked up ears, um, and they're kind of uh, watching over everybody, and uh, these Zygerian slavers are kind of making sure that the traffic's moving correctly. Um, you guys make your way out of your ship. Doesn't seem to be any sort of, like, docking fee or anything. Just kind of first come, first serve. Who can fit on this landing platform? Um, but. You guys make your way out of the landing platform and into the streets of Sklavos. Thousands of beings from the shadiest corners of the galaxy bustle along these streets as you make your way. Countless slaves from a variety of species shamble forward in despair, dragged behind impatient Zygerian slavers. Tents and shops displaying caged and cowering Rhodian, Tegruta, and Twi'lek slaves for sale line the streets. It's a very crowded marketplace, and nobody seems to be giving you guys any uh, respect or attention, just pushing past you, kind of knocking you aside. Um, very crowded, very loud, uh, and it's a little jarring to some of you who are not used to this more outer rim, um, kind of, uh, you know, kind of chaotic uh, atmosphere. But if you guys want to get somewhere, um, you're definitely going to have to push your way through forcefully. It uh, doesn't seem like people are really going <laughs> to... People are not the most 
polite uh, over here is, is what you can grasp. But you guys are in the streets. There's all kinds of shops and things around you. Uh, you know, people selling their wares and people pushing past and there's some arguments. And um, in the distance, uh, on, the, on the northern side of the city, you see the uh, ziggurat of the royal palace raising above all the other buildings. What do you do? So we're here to get more allies, right? Yes. I feel like slavers themselves would not make the best allies. Yeah, I also realize that we don't really have any money to bribe anyone with anymore. Yeah. Especially these people, because I feel like they're gonna have very hefty price tags to employ anything. Um, you I do remember... 650 credits. That's, that's, a, that's a sizable amount. Uh, you do remember that, uh, what was his name? I have 75. Scavi? The, the, the pirate, the Tegruten pirate captain you guys met um, on Zorn, he suggested meeting with the Mandalorians and then also suggested uh, Koak. He suggested meeting with the prince, Prince Molek, um, because he has a large fighting force and royal guards and such. Um, that was what he was suggesting getting allies for. I guess we should um, try to go find this prince. Uh, I assume he would be in this large structure of the ziggurat. Maybe. Let's like, um, Aro, or, yeah, maybe you should uh, lead the way here. If you well, I think I've done quite a bit of that, so you go first, and I'm just going to shove you forward, and I'll follow oh. you. Uh... I'm clearly okay. enjoying this. <laughs> Just a big grin All right, on my face. I try you. to like walk forward, yeah. like saying, "Excuse me." <laughs> okay, um, yeah, excuse me. Vero <laughs> makes his way very, very, very politely and apologizing uh, through, and you guys begin following him um, through these this this crowded bazaar towards the palace. This is an obvious criminal cesspool and it's also very chaotic and very crowded and skipper as someone who comes from this sort of lifestyle uh, with this sort of past um this is a ripe place for pickpockets and petty thieves yes that's true um so yeah go ahead i kind of like i kind of like turn to Everyone, I'm like, you better watch your pockets. I have none. Hold, hold everything <laughs> that you value close to you, and like, I, I like stare at them in the eyes and I say, and I mean it, close to you. Okay. <laughs> Vera has multiple like pockets on his pants and his vest and stuff, so he's like trying to figure out like which one he should put his hands on to protect them. <laughs> I need each one of you to make a hard. Which is three purples. Oh, no. uh, either you can choose which skill, either streetwise or vigilance. <laughs> Yikes. Wait, I gotta look at my sheet real quick. 
Uh, one failure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail bad. One failure. Oof. Oh! No way! Oh, no. <laughs> One success! Oh! Okay, oh. you, you, you succeeded there. Oh, and gosh. Skipper. One success, one advantage. Okay. Um, you guys make your way through. Uh, Skipper, you actually catch a couple people, like, reaching into one of your pockets and you kind of slap their hands away and kind of yell at them and they they, they run off uh, mostly um younger people kind of kind of children it seems like people who are definitely harder uh down on their luck you even uh catch a zygerian monkey lizard um also trying to to pick your pocket there seems to be a lot of these just kind of swinging around on the the tents and just scurrying around um these are the uh you guys know salacious crumb you know job of the hut's pet oh yeah. yes yeah that's a monkey lizard. Um, oh. Yeah, I know. What is this? The last Airbender universe? But, uh... You, there's a lot of them, and they also seem to be, like, picking little, like, trinkets off of people. Um, basically, now that I think about it, basically Abu from Aladdin. Um, but you guys make your way through, and it's only once you get on the other side of the crowded bazaar, into, into the wider streets where the traffic is more clear, um... Do Vero and Aro realize that they are both missing a stim pack? Ugh. It's actually really annoying. <laughs> Those are uh, uh, expensive. Looks like no one was able to reach into your wallets or, or get any of your money, but they did get some stim packs, um, which you don't know how much use they're going to need for it, um, but it's a little rough that they took it from you. Impacts. <laughs> as you guys make your as you guys make your way through the streets of Sklavos, closer and closer to the royal palace, it's been about thirty minutes now. Um, do any of you guys want to kind of keep an eye out for for anything specific, or um, just kind of want to take in the world around you, or you guys just heading straight towards the uh, the ziggurat? Straight towards the ziggurat. Yeah, I would just head straight mm, towards the ziggurat. Yeah. As you guys uh, continue through, um, Vero's still at the lead. You kind of hear nearby, you're kind of nearing a collection um, of people that seem to be kind of moving in a direction. And the direction they're moving, you hear uh, uh, chatter, commotion, shouts, cheers um, nearby to kind of the direction that you guys are going. You guys are kind of eyeing people suspiciously and curiously as they're kind of hurrying past you towards the commotion and the noise, and some people are kind of pushing you out of the way to, to make their way there as you guys are crossing towards the ziggurat. You guys are coming now to near the base of the ziggurat, um, and you now suddenly get caught up in this crowd of people um, cheering and shouting and, and, and jeering. Aro, you're pretty tall, uh, taller than t taller than most other people here, um, and you're kind of looking up over everybody's heads, and you see now where everybody is kind of focusing. Nearby, maybe only like 30, 40 or so feet away from you, um, seems to be some kind of uh, oblong open-air fighting pit kind of built into the ground, but because of the crowd around, you can't really see down into it. 
but you see people are just ringing around the outside, kind of cheering and shouting. I kind of, I kind of stop, um, Vero. Vero. Yeah. We're going to have a little detour. I'm kind of like oh, looking over the okay. crowd. We're going to have to go someplace real quick. All right, follow me, everyone. And I just start like beelining for this. <laughs> for the All right, day. you just start shoving your way out of people out of the way <laughs> as you make your way through. Uh, you guys are following Vero, kind of, oh, sorry, guys, uh, apologizing uh, behind your group. You make your way to the edge of uh, this fighting pit, and you look down, uh, and you see a brutal uh, spectacle before you, um, bloody combat between a human and a coy knight in the fighting pit below. Around you, bookies shout among the crowd, kind of demanding uh, patrons, you know, place their bets um, on, on either the human or the coy knight. Both look quite injured. Um... The human, uh, he is kind of an older, middle-aged man, um, dark, uh, kind of chocolate skin. He has grown kind of an unkempt beard, and he has long shoulder-length uh, hair, just dripping with sweat, kind of matted across his face. Um, he has sustained um, some pretty serious injuries. He's, he's limping. Um, he has this just, like, gash across the side of his um, body, kind of slowly, like, dripping blood. Um, Nick's all over him. He looks exhausted. Um, and he, he kind of wears these tattered military fatigues. Um, and he's just facing off against an imposing, much taller, near twice his size, muscle-bound coin knight, um, covered in rust-red hair, wielding a massive vibro-axe. Um, <laughs> around you, hundreds of slavers, other, you know, various scoundrels howl and cheer at the brutal display. Below you, the human circles around the coin knight, trying to keep his distance. But the coin knight kind of <sighs> charges, <sighs> holding up uh, this, this vibro axe above his head. And then everything happens at once. The axe comes down, the human's a blur, the coin knight is suddenly disarmed, and in the blink of an eye, the fight is over. The beast's lifeless body <sighs> slumps to the ground, and the human tosses his enemy's weapon to the dirt. The cries of losing betters in the crowd are deafening as they collectively throw up their hands in disgust and then other people are cheering and collecting their bets and the human just kind of kind of collapses down to his knees. And it's kind of thunderous applause and groans and such around you. I clap along. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Man, holy crap. So, Zygerian royal guards enter into the arena. They hoist up the gladiator and take him away. Um, and he just kind of follows after, limping, dragging that limp leg behind him. Um, and then people begin to kind of disperse around you. Some people are kind of arguing about uh, the fairness of, of what they just witnessed. Um, but you guys turn, and the uh, the royal palace is is before you. Um, maybe a quarter mile or so uh, ahead of you. Right, I, guess, I guess should we just keep moving then to the? Yeah. Oh, okay, let's go. Kind of nod as my eyes are still like lingering at the uh, <laughs> the pit. Like yeah, yeah, all right. Starting to really enjoy this place. 
you guys make your way towards the uh, the royal palace. There is a, a, a large thoroughfare kind of crossing across uh, this side of the ziggurat, this entrance that you guys are facing. Um, seems to be, uh, you know, some, some traffic in this area. Mostly seems to be kind of like royalty, wealthy merchants and such who are, you know, leading chains of slaves or kind of groups of, of very wealthy, uh, wealthy people. Uh, a couple of them um, are kind of uh, of these more wealthy uh, dressed people are passing by the royal guards at this main entrance gate, making their way inside the palace. Um, and you see there's a, a short line of these merchants um, outside this little booth uh, nearby. There are many, uh, many royal guards, uh, Zygerian royal guards, and uh, their, uh, their different, like, laminate armor, like pauldrons and chest plates, and with their vibroglaves and such stationed around here. Um, most keeping an eye on any undesirables kind of making their way too close to the palace. Um, some kind of glancing at the wealthier people uh, making their way inside the palace. Um, and, and you see before you the large uh, metal uh, grate, uh, almost like a doorway, that's kind of going opened and closed for people as they enter inside. What do you do? See if we can enter. Yeah. If they let us in. Hopefully they do. Alright, uh, you guys make your way uh, towards the, the large uh, metal iron-bound uh, gateway. And about four guards kind of break off and, and walk the couple yards to meet you. And one of the front... Uh, Middle-aged Zygerian woman, she has a very fierce expression, and she's eyeing you all um, with this very intense glare. I'm sorry? What, uh, what exactly do you think you're doing? We request an audience with the prince. <laughs> do you hear this? These, uh, what are you? These little... Ragtag group of uh, what we have here, a Lassot, uh, is it a battle droid? Uh, Togruten and a Chiss. And they want an audience with the prince. Funny. Kachik Santas. I'm sorry? Kachik Santas. I don't know who that is. Um, come back tomorrow. Right now, the uh, prince is holding a banquet and. Unless we have invitations, there's really no way you're getting inside. Uh, wait, I have a question. Which one of us has yeah. the highest, like, charm or persuasion? <laughs> or deception? That's a good question. What What do you guys have? Well, who has the, have who's the highest deception? It's not me. Not me. <laughs> Is it, do I have the highest deception? Oh, that's... Oh. I want to try and, like... Like convince her that we ha we have an invitation. <laughs> how do you how do you do that? Um, is there a way that I can I can basically like sweet talk her into like believing that we have a invitation? Go ahead and see what happens. Oh, she's kind of looking at <laughs> looking at you expectantly. Oh my! Well, you haven't you haven't deceived anything yet. Okay, can I? Have to I... charm her and then deceive her. I have to charm her and then deceive her. Okay. Um. <laughs> She's looking at you expectantly. 
How do you go about trying to convince her? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> okay. Um, ma'am, you are a very capable and uh, intimidating guard, and I'm sure you're just doing your job here, and, and I, I can see you clearly love your prince and, and this wonderful planet, and, well, I just wanted to... <laughs> Um, Chris. Put it out. I just, we we have an invitation, but mm. we oh, can't seem you to lost enter. It. Oh, that is such a <laughs> such a shame. I mean, your flattery really brought me. I was this close to getting convinced by you, really, truly. Um, what exactly? Did you leave your invitation? As you all seem to be. Clearly the kinds of guests who would make it into this kind of party. Please exactly. enlighten me on who you are and why you were invited to the banquet. <laughs> I kinda like look at the I look at everyone and I'm like, help me a little. I am B1 unit four one five two five seven. You can call me Doc. I'll look to Arrow. <clears throat> what my compatriots are trying to say is, we are members of great importance, and unfortunately, someone of your rank would not know. As you can see, we, uh, we do have an invitation. It, it just mm. appears we do not have it on us, and we will be back, I promise you this. It just appears, my friend, uh, Skipper here, misplaced our invitation, and we, we will be back. Not tomorrow, of course. We will be here on time for the banquet. Thank you very much. We will be back. And I kind of well, just... it's, starting, it's starting in about an hour. Yes, so I know suggest you We had their invitation. Get back we... there and you find your invitations that totally exist. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. yes. Thank you. And I kind of just start okay. pushing everyone back. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. And she turns and she kind of makes her way Roger, back. And you, you hear them talking in this uh, language none of you recognize. And they start kind of snickering to each other. Um, but they seem to have already forgotten about you. Pain. <laughs> Uh. Are we uh, are we actually gonna come back or? Like... Well, we need to figure it out because we need to talk to the prince. <sighs> yes. Um. Well, I think the first step that we need to do is figure out what kind of banquet this is, and then find out who has a uh, a invitation, an invitation, and then uh. Either we steal it from them or we bribe them for it. Either way it works. Um, or we could, like, you know, come back tomorrow, right? When the banquet's over? No. Well, I don't think we have oh, time. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't have time for that, sorry. We don't. That's true. Any ideas as who, to whom we could ask? So we're, like, in, like, the, the richer, quote unquote, area of. This. Kind of. It, it, it's, it seems like it. Uh, you're on kind of this, this wide street <clears throat> that's in the front of this uh, entrance to the royal palace. And it seems like most of the traffic here is like wealthier people. Um, but also a lot of them are just here wh where you suppose is the banquet are kind of getting dropped off and then making their way either inside or to the, to the kind of booth nearby first and then inside. What if we waited till... People with invitations show up at the time, then we jump them. Seems like that's what's happening, is people are entering the party right now. Oh. 
Should we should we like stop <sighs> I someone? I thought it was gonna happen in an hour. Stop someone and ask them. Um. To st <laughs> it's so stupid to see their invitation. <laughs> Just so like we know what it looks like, so maybe we can we can swipe one on someone. Can I can I look around and like find the nearest well dressed person, and like kind of not near the guards per se, but kind of like what I would assume is someone going to the banquet. Uh huh. Can I just go up uh, to them? And go go ahead and make an average perception check for me. Uh, average is average is two dead, two purple. <clears throat> oh, this is not good. Two successes, one advantage. Okay, uh, there does seem to be um, a large barrel-chested uh, Zygerian man approaching. His hair uh, is kind of like curled up, almost like a curled like mustache, and then like kind of around the sides of his jawline, also kind of like stylized into like these curls. Um, and he's maybe you know hundred or so feet from the entrance, slowly making his way up, um, flanked by these two uh, mercenary uh, bodyguards. It seems like. Um, but he's pretty far away from the guards. None of them seem to look at him yet, and he seems like he is slowly making his way towards the entrance. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna, I kind of like point to him over there, right there, talking on side, and I kind of just start like making my way toward him. All right, you start making your way downtown, uh, and and <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. You approach him, and the two guards kind of look up, and one of them kind of nudges him. Uh, he kind of looks up from a data pad he was holding in his hand, and he tucks the data pad inside his uh, very fine coat. And they come to a stop as you stand in front of them. <coughs> he, he's about your height, a couple inches shorter, maybe, and he looks at you. <coughs> Excuse is. me, sir. You look very, very familiar. Do, do I know you from anywhere? Uh. I do not believe so. I, I think we've met before. It's 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 Aro. Aro Gant, I think I th do don't do, do you not remember? No. Aro Gant Where would we have known each other from? Oh <laughs> He doesn't remember. I kinda like look back at everyone. He doesn't remember me. How embarrassing. Well let's just say that it's the first time we're meeting. I kinda put up my hand. Uh I'm, a, I'm sorry that you don't remember. Again, I'm arrogant, and uh, it appears uh, we uh, we are also invited to the royal banquet. As you uh, and it, it's such a coincidence that I came upon you, and uh, I was just wondering. Uh, my friend here, Skipper, was holding my invitation. I don't quite know what it looked like, and she doesn't remember because, well, and I kind of looked down at Skipper like she's crazy. Um, uh, could, could I just, could I, can I see yours real quick? I just want to make sure that, you know, I have two of them and I want to make sure I'm using the right one and I'm not sure which one's which. It sounds crazy, I know. This is a very odd request, yes? <laughs> Indeed it is, and I'm afraid, I'm sorry that I bring this upon you. I kind of just looked mm. at him expecting He looks very distressing. You also don't look like someone who would have the invitation, um... <laughs> You know, you had a nice sleep, and you kind of cleaned off back at the foundry, but, you know, you still have a bit of remnants from, from your fight in the ice cavern. Uh, your clothes have 
you know, burn marks and such from the fight, uh, from the, the two fights that you guys have had, one in the docking bay um, on Vlemeth Port and then also in the ice caverns. Um, you don't look like someone who would be in the party. He looks very distrusting. This is a very odd request. Go ahead. Hmm. I'm doomed. I had no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> I'm gonna say... This is your choice of either a charm or deception check. Which one? <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Oh, wait, it does. No, it doesn't. Charm or deception, you said? Yep. Ah, hmm. Okay, well, let's, let's try this. And the difficulty is one red and three purple. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. And I'm going to spend a destiny point to make it two red and two purple. Come How many on. destiny points do we have, guys? We have like three dark you side. Ha you have two. We have two light, right? Extra? Yeah, two light, two dark. Because oh. I just spent one. Would you guys hate if I use one? I would no. not. No. I think we need I'm it. I'm going to lower the difficulty. Well, okay, so he already upgraded the difficulty, so the only thing you can do is upgrade you uh, is, uh, upgrade your roll. Yeah, I'll, I'll upgrade my roll. Okay, so what is your what is your roll? <laughs> Two greens. <laughs> but now it's one yellow, one green, right? Sure, yeah. With the destiny point, and this is against two red, two purple. Oh my word! <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, this is horrible. Well, that's uh, one failure, two threats. He eyebrow kind of raises suspiciously. Please get out of my way before my bodyguards move you for me. Right, right, of course. I'm very sorry. I, I mistook you for someone else. I'm sorry. Mm hmm. And the bodyguards kind of, <sighs> you know, they kind of like. <laughs> like lunge at you like threatening you and they push past you and you watch him you sadly watch him make his way towards the palace and in towards the gate and he shows an invitation to a guard and they kind of check over it and it is actually the <laughs> with your threat it's actually the same uh female guard that you guys had just talked to and he kind of is talking to her under his breath. No. He can't really see what they're saying. And he kind of looks back towards you, and she kind of glances over at you. And seems her expression kind of goes like, yeah, of course. And she looks like she kind of makes some sort of apology, and then they usher him inside. All I right. have this super awkward smile we that just slowly starts shrinking away. <laughs> and then I just walk away. <laughs> uh, you guys kind of make your way further away from the... Uh, the palace now, and you guys kind of huddle up. He has changed since high school, Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of just have like, my palm in my hand. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm obviously taking this failure very, very hard. Uh, he knows how badly he sucked. <laughs> I know how badly I sucked. I kind of like pat you on the back, and I'm like, don't worry, Arrow. We both are very bad at this. <laughs> <sighs> so what do we do now? I don't. Uh, I don't see a way of us getting in through the front door. So. How tall are the walls? Well, it 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 is a ziggurat, so there are 
layers. Um, but this this <coughs> first layer of the walls are like uh, they gotta be really high, aren't they? Twi yeah, 20, 30, like oh. 30, 20, 30 feet high. There's no way we get up there without someone, many someone it's seeing us. Yeah. Smooth, polished stone. Uh. Because my um, ascension gun can reach thirty feet. So yeah, you could probably grapple to the top with the range of your gun. You're assuming. Also, as you're looking up there, um, there seem to be a couple guards walking along the top of this uh, oh. level here. Not a lot, and they seem to be making rounds, uh, but there are also guards up there. Hmm. Uh, my friend, be one. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be able to possibly grapple one of those guards with your ascension gun. Could you and bring them down? Is that I've a difficult never, request? I've never tried that before, but it is worth a shot. Wait, why would we want to grapple a guard down? I need his uniform. Or you could use it, Vero, because I don't think I'd fit it. Alright, Vero? And I kind of just pat him on the shoulder. Um. Well. No, so, no, stupid idea, stupid idea. Never mind, never mind. How. Why would we do that? We need an invitation. In my thought process. Which was not a thought process at all. It didn't. It made sense. What do we do, guys? I don't know what to do. Uh, I think sneaking in. Like, if we get caught, <laughs> there's no chance that they'll help us. Yeah. And even if we do sneak in and get to the prince, like, and then just ask for help, that's, that, I don't know. You do what is happening. What if I cause a distraction and lure the guards away while you guys go in? Hmm. But, it, okay, think about it. If we sneak in... And, and then we get caught, or, or we get caught trying to sneak in, they're not going to want to help us yeah. at all. Like, they're, ju good, they're just going to kick us off our pla the planet, and, and we're not going to get anything that we need here. This is true. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Vero. Vero, go ahead and make just a straight streetwise check. No, no difficulty. Okay. One success, one advantage. Okay. As you're kind of surveying uh, the area around you, the kind of busy street that you're in, uh, the palace nearby, uh, the hall, the very high stone walls, it's, it's a massive, massive palace, so it stretches on for either end for a long time. The guards, um, everything in consideration. There are a couple things that you think you know, you could track. Clearly, this booth thing nearby is some sort of registry or something where guests are checking in or maybe even getting invitations. You're not super sure yet. But that seems to have something to do with the invitation, so you could try to check that out. Um, there's definitely the option of, of 
sneaking in and the best way you assume would probably be to yeah try to climb up through the walls during a break in the guard patrol or by using some sort of distraction and then sneaking up over the 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 wall and finding way down into the party um the other uh with in line with your expertise would might be to find a way to hack into the system try to put you guys on the the guest list um through some slicing um but that would probably uh, require you to figure out where the auction registrar's office is, gain access to the data terminal, and try to slice into that. Um, and then, of course, there is always the idea of just charging in there. But that would probably be suicide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I relay all those options to the group. So hacking in is an option? Yeah, I just have to find the uh, the office for the the registrar, the register. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That sounds impossible. I don't know if I don't even know if it's going to be possible for us to get in without. The sun is beginning to set now. The sky cast in a deep orange glow that slowly transitions to purple and blue above you as night begins to come. Uh, you assume when talking to that guard, she said how soon the party will start. You assume it's probably going to start, pr the party's going to start pretty soon. I'm um, probably around sundown or a little after sundown. Maybe we should just go up to the register and see what's going on there. Maybe we can get some, at least some information on the tickets. Sounds like a, Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Our only plan right now. <laughs> You guys uh, make your way towards this this booth. It's like a little office, a smooth spherical uh, structure that sits at the base of the wall here. Um, a cluster of sensor dishes, antenna, and holonet arrays protrudes from the top of the structure. Uh, and when you guys kind of enter into the open door into this little office uh, booth building, um, the interior is dimly lit, and the odor of overworked electrical systems uh, is very prominent. Beneath the hum of dozens of data banks and cooling fans, um, you hear two distinct voices, one kind of deeper and gruff and the other nasal and ringing and bickering from behind the counter. But you don't actually see anybody. Uh, hello? Hello? Is anyone... Uh... Usually there's a bell. Is, is there one? <laughs> uh, there doesn't seem to be a bell, no. You kind of hear the voices uh, behind the counters as you guys kind of slowly approach. Um, the the whinier voice um, you hear. That sniveling brat and this spice addiction will bankrupt us inside a week. And then the other, the, the other voice goes... Um, because it's my fault we have to give that worthless little shutter access to some of the accounts. He's heir to the crown. We don't have the authority to just cut him off. I, the, you see a little head pop up behind the counter. It's a Zygerian, very small, almost childlike. Um, but it does seem to be a, uh, a, a man, maybe in his, like, 20s or 30s. Um, but he's very short, and he has these very arched eyebrows. And they kind of... What do you want? And you hear some kind of like grumbling, and behind him, a v hulking large 
uh, Zygerion, basically the opposite of him, kind of rises up and kind of is rubbing his temple. Seems like he was hit there by something. And they kind of... I... You didn't hear anything, right? No, not at all. Hear what? And the little guy kind of... Of course I didn't hear anything. Shut up, you're making them think that they should have heard something. And he kind of elbows the bigger guy and he kind of... Uh, oh. So? Um, well, uh, we were hoping on maybe finding some information on how to get a t uh, an invitation to the, uh, the banquet here, if that's... Maybe. Oh, yes, of course. The reason we're even here. Why do we work here? You're so stupid sometimes, you know that? And the bigger one's kind of like, come on, let's just help them get... There. Okay, yes, you can apply for an invitation. It's a little late. The party's starting in about 20 minutes, but... Sure. Okay, so... Verification requires three steps. Uh, first, we have to verify your identity, your affiliation, and line of credit. Okay. Okay. We can do that, right? I kind of, okay, like, I kind of, like, pull Aro aside. I'm like, do we tell them we're with the Resistance? Is that, is that like, or the Rebellion? Is, is that, like, the, 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 is, is that bad? <laughs> well, and you can still tell that he's still very discouraged about his many, like, <laughs> failed attempts at everything. <laughs> you can... Yeah, do whatever you want. I kind of look works. at him like, I don't have a line of credit. <laughs> do um do we know if this place is like empire sympathetic or resistance sympathetic or? Uh, you can assume nobody cares. Uh, definitely not under the control of the empire. Uh, this is just a classic outer rim criminal planet. Look, doesn't seem like they care too much about the war that's going on. You assume. You don't know about these two people personally, or this Zygerian Empire that rules here. Um, you're not sure if they like or dislike the Empire, um, but it, you didn't get like a very clear like, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Impression. Okay. I kind of. Kind of just walk up to them, <laughs> and I just pull out all the rest of my credits, just 75 What do you say to 75 credits, and you uh, just give us an invitation? Hey. <laughs> you can look at the, the little guy. Are they trying to bribe their way to an invitation with 75 credits? <laughs> and the little guy's kind of like, are you guys dumb? We don't take bribes. We can just apply for an invitation like normal. Right. I just so, wanted to make uh, sure you guys were doing your job. <clears throat> Gonna pull it back. <laughs> they kind of glance at each other like, what? The little guy kind of... Okay, so... Do you have any sort of identification or anything? Uh, to verify who you are? I think we technically do. I mean, yeah, I have you a guys serial number. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you guys all have kind of a different kind of uh, verification. Um, obviously, Doc, you just have, you know, like your, <laughs> you know, you're, you're in the system, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. 
No, no, I get what you mean. I do. You, do My you know IP. what I'm trying to say? Your IP. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own IP address. Um, the rest of you, I would assume, uh, do have probably like official imperial, I'd like citizen identifications. Though maybe not you, Skipper. Maybe you would have more of like an outer rim kind of, not super official kind of ID. Um, what do you think? I feel like, yeah, no, I'd probably just have like a. Just like people know who I am, but I don't have like an official mm-hmm. like government identification. <laughs> uh, but Vero and Aro, you guys do, uh, and you kind of all go through each of these uh, with them. Hmm. They're kind of looking over them. And the big guys kind of looking over them, and then kind of talking to the the little guy um, in the Zygerian language um, and the little guys on a, on a computer and kind of looking it up and um, they seem to be kind of looking through your uh, various um, identifications, uh, IDs um, and the little guy looks up what, Empire? Oh, uh, us? No, we, uh, we are actually uh, with the Resistance With the rebellion? Y- yeah, yeah. He kind of looks up at the, the bigger guy. And he kind of looks down at him. Hmm. Vero, go ahead and make an average negotiation check. Oh my. Okay. Negotiation. Uh. One failure. Okay, they kind of look at each other suspiciously. You're not really sure how they took that. Everything is going so well. Oh, man. Well, we have your IDs and affiliation. And your line of credit. We assume you are of the more fortunate side of the galaxy, seeing as you're trying to get into this luxurious banquet here. Am I correct? You don't look it, but I don't want to assume. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes! <clears throat> we are. So you can prove to me uh, your, your wealth and you could just kind of give me access, or just let, let let me know uh, your your banking information. Obviously, not to like get into your account. I mean, to like to look it up and see that everything is in order and that you are in fact a wealthy merchant who deserves to come to this banquet. They're like, they're like, what's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> just give us your social security number and your. Yes, you have this. Uh, um. Vero appears to be kind of locked. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh no. No? I, I quickly just, uh, out of, out of the blue scope, how dare you! 
Oh, they kind of they kind of step back, kind of kind of shocked, a little worried. How dare uh, you sorry. request this kind of information from us? <laughs> and I kind of look at them, kind of like looking at them, like kind of like, yeah, how dare they? Uh, I feel oh. I. This is ridiculous. The fact that you would even dare to ask us for this information. Who do you think you are? <laughs> okay, I like this. Go ahead. Make a average coercion check. Oh my! As you're trying to intimi intimidate. Does it have to be that? <laughs> it. Well, you're trying to intimidate them. Yeah. And so yes. Yeah. Exactly. You do have, do, you do have a destiny point if you want to spend it. I don't think we should spend more. I this might be our only chance, but one success. <laughs> okay, uh, they kind of oh uh, uh and they start kind of scrambling around, and the bigger one's like oh right away let's get to invitations of course. Uh, you are uh, uh and the little guy looks down at the, the monitor. Uh, uh, oh of course. And you are, you know, the skipper in, you know, the battle droid. That's real. Obviously. Ugh, we're so sorry. <laughs> right. You're such an idiot. How did you not recognize him? Are you stupid? <laughs> and we're just like, oh, I know. I'm sorry. Oh. And they go ahead and, and hand you guys all each invitations. It won't happen again. And this not at all reflects Prince Molek or his regime. We are just lowly servants here. And we... Uh, uh, Right. And you guys take your invitation to kind of hurry out of there before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as you guys kind of make your way out, uh, Lasat, you're, uh, you have pretty good hearing uh, that comes with your species, and you kind of pick up behind you. Them kind of recovering, and then the little guy going, wait, so who, who exactly are they? And you guys <laughs> you're right to the front of the gates, and that uh, female guard approaches. You again. Fantastic. Uh, I heard you were trying to convince another patron to give you their invitation or to show it to you. <laughs> uh, yes, there is a complete misunderstanding, you must say. Uh, we are, we, this is our, <clears throat> what is it? Second banquet of the day. There's, there's two invitations. We just weren't sure which one was which. I'm, I'm sorry. This is a complete misunderstanding. Here's our invitations. You hand him over. <laughs> she looks at them. She leans over to a guard who said, Are they on the guest list? And he kind of pulls up his data pad. Co like, comes through it. Uh, yes, they were just added a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> she kind of glances down at the invitations and up at you. And she hands him back. Enjoy the banquet. And she steps aside. Thank you. And thank I kinda, you. I almost start laughing, like, thank you. <laughs> and I just quickly just start walking through. We're just like, we're just like, like speed walk inside. Yeah. Thank you thank guys, you. Uh, speed walk past them as the gate begins to open up in front of you. Vero, you nervously just glance behind instinctually, and you see she's kind of eyeing you guys as you're walking away, and she reaches up to comms in her ears and mutters a couple words in her native language. Um, Nearly 100 drunken partygoers of various species fill the lavish open-air courtyard ahead of you. 
gathered around long rectangular stone tables, the wealthy bidders clink their glasses and take in the Twi'lek and Togruta dancers who gracefully move around a large fountain, pirouetting from stone to stone between jets of water. A dozen young slaves uh, kind of make their way through, uh, you know, through the courtyard, serving alcohol and spice to the guests. On the other side of the guests is a raised stone dais, occupied by a group of Nigerians draped in regal flowing plum and gold robes. At the center of the group sits an attractive Zygerian young man, surrounded by over a dozen courtesans, bored, clearly, despite the lavish setting and entertainment. You guys kind of make your way into the hubbub of the guests. They're kind of mingling, going about. Uh, people are talking in various languages, uh, mostly basic. Um, people greeting each other or meet each other uh, or catching up, uh, discussing business things, um, all that kind of stuff around you. Um, there's some guards uh, milling about this area, and they also seem to be quite a lot of guards clustered around the foot of that raised platform um, with what you can only assume to be the prince. but you guys have made it into the party. And as you kind of glance around at the much better dressed uh, and more regal people around you, you guys all feel kind of out of place. And still, Vero, you're a little worried about um, these guards and their suspicion of you. Um, you guys have made it this far. And now you must try to convince the prince. So that's where we're going to take our break. So as we come back in, you guys are currently at the party. Oh yeah. Uh, guests mingling about you. What do you choose to do? In light of my recent failures, I go, uh, I need a drink. And like, I like, All right, you. I, I like tell him like right but, before he goes, don't drink too much. We're going to need your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I kind of just don't even look at her, just kind of like, yeah. You make your way across the room to a uh, younger slave, seems to be human. Uh, he's maybe in his late teens, early 20s. The slumped shoulders, kind of this look of despair in his eyes. As he kind of turns and glances up at you, he's holding this tray, and he holds out the tray with this uh, collection of very fine glasses on top, filled with various different colors of liquids. Um, some kind of sparkle, some fizz, some bubble, some just uh, sit and they're all kind of like multicolored and he kind of holds out the tray to you. And I like refuse a drink. I'm like, no, thank you. The last time I drank, it didn't go very well. <laughs> you assume this is probably more of a. Uh, a smoother, sweeter drink Refined. for a party than hard liquor. Um, Aro, do you take some? Of course. I just grab the whole thing, I chug it. And it's... The whole tray. The whole tray. No, just one. Just one. <laughs> just one. Just one. All right. Uh, the ones that especially catch your eye is this, like, black one that's kind of, like, slightly bubbling. And then this, like, vibrant neon pink one that... It doesn't seem to be, like, moved, but, like... It kind of like inside 
There seems to be like something's like moving in there. Huh. Like in the liquid. I grab both. Mm-hmm. I look at both of them and I pour both of them like into one. Like I pour the other one into the same other glass and then just mixes okay. and then I drink it. All right. You <laughs> pour the, the black one kind of. It, it's actually pretty thick and it. Uh, you pour it down in, into the pink one, and it, instantly the pink just, you know, gets gets darker and darker as the black mixes. Um, it's kind of beautiful, um, this black kind of, you know, like, mixing in with the pink and the liquid. Um, you kind of swirl it around a bit, um, and right as you bring it up to drink, this very small, um, fleshy, almost like octopus jellyfish-like creature... Bobs to the top of the drink, seemingly dead. Uh, Looks like this is what was swimming around in the pink liquid, and you killed it by mixing the drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you assume you assume it wasn't long for this world anyway, since they put it in a drink for you to consume. Um, but it, it some chemical reaction happened, and it now died. <laughs> oh no. I kind of, like, look at it. Maybe you shouldn't drink that. <laughs> Maybe you're right. And I just grab the thing. I literally just pull it out, fling it someplace random, and then I drink it. Okay. You reach inside. You pluck the little creature out of the drink. And you just look around. Nobody's looking. You, you throw it behind you. Um... <laughs> Now that that's gone, you feel pretty confident. You take a swig. It's not good. <laughs> the mix, the mix is not good. I mean, you know, like when you were a kid and you went to the Costco food court and then you like got a, when you got a, you got your Pepsi cup and you did one of each each kind of, of fountain drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't only like, do that at Costco. What? I didn't only do that at Costco. I did it at other places. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't pizza, know what you're talking uh, about, dude. That the mixture was actually pretty darn good. I don't. Know yeah, the mixture is always good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just you guys are lying. It's not true. Good. It's always good. Not true. Suicide. It's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's no. Uh, it's not. It's not like awful, like vomitous. It's just not good. You know, like. It's not, like, super unpleasant, just like pomegranate not juice. very ta- good tasting. One, you're not really sure which one it was, was kind of a, of a sweeter, sparkling kind of drink, and it's kind of mixing in with this uh, thicker, more alcoholic um, kind of mead, ale almost, and it's just not tasty. But, you know, it's something. A woman behind you screams. <laughs> and Aro, you slowly usher your friends a little farther away yep. from the commotion as she tries to um, deal with the little creature that just suddenly flew out of the air and landed into her drink. Nice shot. The party is continuing around you. These dancers are, you know, d- performing these incredible acrobatic. Um, feats uh, around the edges of this fountain in the center, and some people are kind of watching, um, kind of applauding every once in a while. And across the way, you see the prince uh, on the on the throne.
should we go talk to him? That's a good question. Time is a large matter here. Why not talk to him now? Okay, yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, can someone else take point on this? I'm not really in a mood to talk after what just happened. <laughs> oh. How are you holding up? I don't know why you're talking to me. And I kind of just kind of just usher you forward. And I'm kind of like looking around the room for another drink that might come by. No! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys are um, making your way to the, uh, the throne? Yeah. I guess so. Okay. Uh, okay. He's just sitting there. Right? As you approach, he's sitting there. There's like a little dinner table set in front of him, and there's a couple other like royal people sitting at it. Doesn't seem to be a conversation going on there. Everyone's kind of quietly eating their food. He seems like he hasn't touched his. He looks very bored. He's lounging on the throne like he just doesn't care. He's kind of looking off, and every once in a while he like takes a sip of his drink. Um, there's like everyone else seems to be enjoying themselves really, the dancers and the drinks and you know meeting all the the royalty and stuff. But he just does not seem to care. And as you step towards the uh, the private dinner table, a, a gaunt middle-aged Zygerian man with six slicked back salt and pepper hair, uh, wearing neatly pressed business attire, he just steps out of nowhere seemingly and stands in front of you. He. Holds his chin and chest high, standing at attention, hands clasped behind his back, and he raises an eyebrow as he looks at all of you. And there's a couple moments of silence, just kind of looking at all of you. Hi. Evening. Hi. <gasps> My name is Rajim Armin, captain of the Prince's Guard and His Majesty's personal advisor. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Who are you? Oh, we are simple, uh, I suppose messengers of a sort. Uh, we simply request the prince to hear us out for a proposal. I can tell you're simple. Who do you represent? The rebellion. He kind of peers at you, not super suspiciously. You're not really sure what his expression means. He seems to be kind of mulling over thoughts in his head, and then... What is your business with his majesty? There is a base relatively nearby that really needs assistance. We were tasked with traveling there and recruiting as many as we can to hopefully defend this base from the incoming attack from the Empire and we've already collected few forces that can help but we were really just hoping that the Prince and the Guard maybe could lend a hand in this fight. Go ahead and make an average negotiation check. So average is one per four, right? Uh, two. two. Let me check my negotiation. I 
have a question in terms of experience points and upgrading mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to do that whenever, or is that only before and after sessions? Technically, you do have to do it before or after sessions, so you can't be like, oh, what? Now we have to make an athletics check? Good thing I just got a rank in athletics. <laughs> Who knew, huh? Right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, I have. Okay, I don't have a check and I don't have a, a rank, so is that just one green? Oh. Wait, what's or, your. Oh, sorry, um, no, it's, it's based on my. Presence, right? Uh, two? Negotiation is presence, yeah. What's your presence? It's two? two, yeah. So two green. So two green versus two purple. <sighs> this is a destiny point. You guys only have one remaining, I believe. Yeah. Okay, wait, it's, it's lagging a little bit. Um, one second. Oh, oh my gosh, why is it bugging? <laughs> <laughs> one failure, one threat. Oh. Mm. He stands there quietly for an increasingly awkward amount of time, kind of looking, like half looking at you, half distantly thinking about what you're saying. He turns and he looks at the prince, who is pretty, near, like very, very close and most likely heard your conversation. And the prince is kind of looking at him, just tired and bored. And the prince just waves his hand and then turns back to the rest of the party. Armin rolls his eyes and sighs. It seems his majesty is uninterested. Truthfully, he has little incentive to cross the empire. Okay. The navy gives us a wide berth already, and we see no reason to jeopardize that arrangement. Doc, do you want to do something? Perhaps there is something in it for the prince. And what's that? With this as rebellion space, imperial control over smuggling will no longer be around. Like Meaning I said. things, contraband items can be brought through, such as spice. Yes. First of all, we are experts in getting around that, as you can probably assume. But, as I just mentioned, the Imperial Navy already gives us a wide berth. At what cost? We see no reason to jeopardize that arrangement. I apologize. I speak for the Prince. That is all. He kind of pauses a moment. He wears an expression like he's like, should I do this? And then he leans in closer. Having said that, today, one of his majesty's prized possessions, the prince's sword, was stolen and taken to a watchhouse within the slave sector just outside the city. I was just informed that the thieves intended to move it to the Thalassian outpost Caden by morning. Retrieve his majesty's property and present it to him. 
In his gratitude, I, I think the prince may consider your offer. A quest. <laughs> Something we could do. Okay. <laughs> yes, we will take up your offer. We will do our best to retrieve your prince's sword. Any questions? Um. What outpost? But what's the out? What's they're taking it to is a different way. There is a collection of slave outposts outside the city. And you guys remember when you flew in here, you saw the different uh, settlements that had those fences around them, kind of at the outskirts of the city, um, near the jungle. He lost it to one of the slavers there. Savel is his name. He is a trade baron who represents the Karazak Slavers Cooperative, or KSC. He used to be a personal friend of the prince. They used to bet on gladi gladiator matches held in the Zygerian auction arena in the palace. The Karazak Slavers Cooperative is renting a temporary holding pen used to store recently purchased slaves located just outside the city walls with the rest of the slaving camps. As you can probably tell, they aren't friends anymore. Well, if all goes according to our plan, huh. Um, we should be able to get this sword back for you, um, who's to say what, how much more, uh, interesting. Go, get out of here. Go, <laughs> go get the weapon. I'm like, I, I, I kind of like, and I shut my mouth and I'm like, yep, yep, mm -mm, let's go. And I just kind of like turn <laughs> around and I leave. He nods for some guards, and the guards gently escort you out of the party and back outside of the Could I have quickly just reached for another drink as we went out? Yes. You grab one, you kind of quickly down Thank it um, as you make your way out. <clears throat> Good job, Skipper. And kind of like let out a burp. I kind of like, I give him like <sighs> this like pained, I'm like obviously cringing and I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this whole um banquet thing, how long has this been? It's been about an hour and a half, I would say. Okay. No, oh, how much time do we have? 20 hours and 15 minutes. Alright, that's good. Well, knock off another hour because it takes about an hour to traverse the bustling uh. city streets <clears throat> to make your way all the way to the outskirts of the city. Great. Well, fun. You guys, make your way to the area where you saw the three primary encampments uh, outside the city walls, kind of clustered within these clearings in the, the nearby jungle. Um, and you make your way outside the city gate and onto this winding dirt road. Um, about 20 or so yards ahead of you, outside the city gate, is the first encampment. 
um, surrounded by the fence and you know the forest trees uh, clustered around it. Further up the road, there is another one, and then further up, there is another one. So three encampments, all kind of a varying um, distances from the city walls. Are we just gonna check all of them? I guess. We can ask around. First if we. Mm-hmm. No, never mind. Okay, let's go to the alpha one first, because that's the closest, right? Alright, the closest one, yep. Alright, you guys make your way forward. Um, it's a little hard to see because it is nighttime. Um, there are a, a ton of like lights and stuff strung up inside the encampment. Um, and there is the light coming from the city behind you. But the dense jungle on either side is kind of dampening. Um, as you guys approach, why don't each of you guys make a <clears throat> easy perception check. So that's one purple. Okay. Two successes, one threat. Two successes, two advantages. Um, Or or sorry, two successes, two advantages. One success, one triumph, one threat. Very nice. Brendan? Uh, It was a wash. Okay. Um... Most of you guys, except for Doc, uh, see uh, the, uh, you know, the kind of perimeter (laughs) fence around it. Um, Everything looks pretty, like, temporary. Uh, Probably only takes a couple hours or so to set up this whole encampment and break it down, you assume. Um, Seems like a temporary uh, uh, encampment here. Around the outside, uh, you see eight Trandoshan slavers kind of acting as guard, it seems like. Um, they have these huge, um, guns, which, uh, Skipper, you recognize as accelerated charged particle array guns. Um, so, very devastating, uh, explosive weapons. Um, past them, Skipper, you are able to spot, um, a lot of slaves. Uh, maybe nearly 50 Wookiee and Togruta slaves. Um, go ahead and make, are any of you, uh, does anyone have xenology as a career skill? The knowledge. I do. Xenology. All right, Doc, as everybody points out the, uh, Trandoshans ahead, uh, you do know that they do have, um, infrared vision, naturally. Trandoshans do. And so you... They probably are have a pretty good uh, view of anyone trying to get close to the camp or sneak by. You guys are maybe about 50 or so feet away at this point. Um, they look dangerous and like guards. You're not really sure. Um, but uh, it may be a little harder to sneak past them or if you're trying to go talk to them or attack them, whatever your tactics are. Um, but uh, that's what you see. There are Trandoshans ahead. Trandoshans have 
Um, heat vision. Yep. <laughs> Perhaps as a inanimate object. Wait, do do droids give up heat sense? I don't think so. Okay, we're gonna go with that. As Not unless they have like binoculars. Um, maybe I should look around. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, okay, how do you look around? Um, I just wanna try to stealth into the biggest tent. Or peek into the biggest tent. So you wanna try to stealth through the opening in the fence? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are the Trandoshan guards, so this will be a very difficult task. Go ahead and make a daunting stealth check with two blacks because of their uh, night vision. Even though I have, uh, I don't give up a heat signature. You're right. However, it's night vision. So, you know, it's, it's not just oh. heat signatures. It's also just they can see better at night. Oh no! Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't add any greens to the roll. <laughs> I didn't add any greens. I just rolled the whole purple. I was like, oh, you just geez. rolled the difficult. Well, uh, hmm. uh. actually, I will say remove the two blacks because yeah, you you are you are pretty inconspicuous. Uh, you do not give off a heat signature or anything like that. You're not reflective. You're very marred. <laughs> By like chips, paint, and all, and dirt, and stuff, kind of stuff like that. So I'll say just, 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 just daunting. <laughs> just the four purples uh, will be the difficulty. One success, one advantage. Wow. Okay, you sneak past them um, through the opening in the fence, and they're uh, past a couple tents. And you see a large canvas tent set up, and you sneak over to it. Um, nearby, you see the Wookies and Togrutins just stuffed together in cages, like, very uncomfortably pressed together in these cages. They all look miserable. Um, some are trying to get some sleep. Some have just given up on trying to get some sleep, it seems like. They all look hungry and exhausted. Um, you hear other voices um, around you and through the tents, and you see a couple other slavers uh, moving about through the camp. None of them seem to spot you. As you kind of make your way up to this tent, um, over to the, the main flap, uh, go ahead and make an average perception check and try to, like, hear if there's anyone inside or if there's any motion inside. Average perception. <laughs> One success. Um, as you kind of crouch down, slowly crawling over to the, uh, tent flap, you kind of poke your head, um, towards it and listen in. And you hear some voices. Um, one of them is very harsh, uh, guttural voice. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Perhaps we should just go talk to the Baron. And you hear an another voice. My friend, do you really think it is wise to talk with Savelle at this hour? You know how he is, and he's jumpy because of the transaction. Plus... You know, we're not supposed to be visiting Beta Encampment, and that's what we're supposed to be. He told us to keep watch over the slaves here, and that is what we'll do. Another voice. 
But... Why? No one's going to be coming after these slaves. We have the Trandoshan guards out front. Come on, I really think it would be a good idea to talk to the Baron. And... They kind of continue, uh, discussing. Um, but it seems like the Baron is not here. Right, I'm gonna pull out. Sneak my way All right. back to the group. Go ahead and make another stealth check, but I'm gonna say this is only hard instead of daunting. Um, because you're coming out the way that they wouldn't expect. I don't know if lightning can strike twice, boys. <laughs> 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 two success, two threat. Oh my gosh. You sneak your way out the fence and you kind of scurry behind one of the Trandoshans and make your way into the nearby underbrush to kind of go through that and then make your way back to your friends. As you're pushing through the underbrush, uh, you, you know, Increasing the distance between you and the encampment behind you. You hear just faintly behind you one of the Trandoshans go. Did you hear that? There's something out there. And you hear the powering up of a weapon. Uh-oh. You three, go take a look. You push through the underbrush and you pop out on the other side uh, back onto the, the little dirt road uh, where your friends are waiting for you. Beta camp, go now. As I start quickly, but sneakily, my best sneakily run into the brush over here. Okay. You guys cross the to the other underbrush and begin pushing through the foliage toward the other encampment. Um, behind you, lights begin swaying over the underbrush and into the trees, um, projected by the, the weapons of these guards. You guys turn as you're pushing through the foliage. You see these three Trandoshans, uh, three of the guards that were at the gate with their massive guns. Each of these guns has a flashlight on them, and they're sweeping uh, across the road, kind of slowly approaching where you guys just were. I love you guys to make some stealth checks, and let me find their stats here to know oh, what you no. guys are, <laughs> to see what their perception is here. Uh, okay. What's the difficulty? The difficulty is... Oh, oh, they have good perception. Three red. What? Oh! oh no. Three? We're all... We're all caught Goodbye. Here. Goodbye, world. It was nice to know you. <laughs> yeah. I gotta oh. wash. Uh, two advantages, three failures, Wait, one despair. One advantage, one triumph! You're joking. <laughs> two successes, one threat. <sighs> Goodness. Skipper is small and sneaky and easily disappears into the underbrush. Sometimes you guys can't even spot her. <laughs> Doc, you're at the head. You are hurrying. You are worried, and so you're just rushing towards the bait encampment. Um, Vero. Little Vero. Oh, no, Vero. As you're following after them, a little scared of these uh, Trandoshans behind you, you don't really watch where you're going. And as you turn your head back around, there's a tree branch right in front of your face, and you knock against it, and you stagger backwards, holding your head, letting out this grunt of pain. <clears throat> you guys all turn, worried that the Trandoshans heard that. Doesn't seem like they did. Vera, you kind of... Ah, kind of regain your footing. You, you go, I'm okay, I'm okay. And you step forward, and you trip, and you face plant. Oh, and you just hear these... these all dead branches just cracking under his weight. Oh. 
pain. Immediately, <sighs> lights swing around, spotlighting you all. Uh -huh. There they are! Get them! You're joking, man. I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, jeez. This is going to be vigilance, as you guys were not prepared for them uh, finding you. And I didn't have a, a battle prepared, so I'm just going to drag in your tokens. Uh, oh, you know what I could do, actually? I'm a genius. Okay. That's debatable. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> I'll use oh. this map that I had. Alright. So. Do I have any, like, Trandoshan tokens? <laughs> uh. Let's see here. Um. Oh boy. Oh wait. I know what I'm doing. There we go. Alright, so you guys, um. You four. Over here, kind of in the underbrush. Uh, and then the Trandoshans are coming up behind you. Don't mind, like, oh, the, morning. the tent. I know, exactly. <laughs> the tents and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just pretend that's not there. Uh, let me create an initiative tracker. Give you guys all turns there. How do we put on our initiative again? Uh, you just click on the number on the turn order track. But like, what is like the successes? What are the fail? What are the? Let's put successes slash advantage or triumph slash successes slash advantage. Uh, sorry. How do you how do you roll again for initiative? Uh, just roll your vigilance. No difficulty. Okay. okay. I rolled good this time. Alright. And I will give them a turn. Successes slash failures? Or advantages? Advantages. You shouldn't, shouldn't have rolled any failures. failures. Uh, <laughs> there's, no there's no difficulty. <laughs> Is that possible? No way. To make it difficult what? for myself. For there, oh, for there to be a failure with just like positive dice. I mean, yeah, you don't roll any successes. Oh, that's true. You just roll blanks. Complete wash. Is that what you got? Bullocks. No, I got two successes. Okay. So there we are there, and let's see what they got. Oh, they, they don't have that good. Book. Oh, so, oh wow! You guys like, all rolled the same thing. <laughs> Wait, what the uh, heck? Okay. Um, Aro, Doc, and Skipper, you guys are all on the same initiative. So, which one of you guys wants to go Doc. first? Should we just go the way that's? Lit we just up go now? the way it goes. <laughs> all right, Aro, go ahead. Yo. Well. Uh. Mm, mm, all right. 
<laughs> mm, okay, let's see. Sorry, I was thinking of Tommy in it just now. Okay. All right, dude. Let's just. Uh, what are the? Uh, okay, yeah. Actually, so I get like a black dice when I just when I do wield, right? You know, you you, you get a purple. No, don't up, you don't upgrade. You increase the difficulty. Increase the difficulty. So you basically you get a purple, yeah. Extra purple. And if I just shoot one, and it just that's just one, right? I can, I'm just gonna do all this. Forget it. <laughs> Whatever. Forget it. Okay. Uh, which one are you gonna be shooting? Let's see. Oh, does Vera does Vera have to be right there? Can I be like there? We go, be right there. I'm shooting the one right in the middle. All right. That is short range. So it would be one purple, but because you're dual shouting, it's two purple, and they have no defense. So just go ahead and make the roll. All right, let's see. Jeez, oh, for we haven't. It's been it's been a minute since we've done combat. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Three, four. Okay. Wait. Help me out here. I forgot. What's your range light? My range light is three. Oh, so then I just use that with my agility. Okay. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Uh, uh. Oh, 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 oh. Ah! One success, three advantage. Alright, so what's your weapon's base damage? Five. And then pierce two, right? Yes, sir. All right, and then with the with two of those advantages, you can activate the dual shot. For sure. To deal another five damage, and then you have one more advantage you can spend. Yeah, I'm just gonna use it for a blue for the next. Okay, Human. Doc, that's you. I will flip around and blast this one right here. All right, the one that Aro shot. Yeah. That's medium range. That's our... That is... 11 damage. 11 damage, wow. Okay. Uh, let me do some math here. Alright. And is that, is that it? Um... I'll take the duck for cover maneuver. Behind like a tree? Behind arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, buddy. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Fair enough. Same thing, I All guess. Alright, very well. Uh, Skipper, you're up. Okay, I'm going to shoot this one. Alright. Um, I will use my blaster. Um, does five damage, medium range, and to roll to hit, it's, hold on. Range light. Um, agility. No difficulty yet. Uh, the difficulty is, well, how far away are you from, from the target? Um, 
Yeah, four, so that's short range. Uh, yes. So just one purple is the difficulty. One success, two advantages. Alright, so what's your weapon's base damage? Five. Alright, uh, and then what's your weapon's crit? Crit is four. Alright, so you don't have enough advantages to crit, but you can still spend those advantages how you wish. How would I be able to spend them? Uh, in the, the the cheat sheet we have, where you can spend advantages oh, and threats. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, I'll be spending your threats, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, th I think we should spend our own threats, threat. thank you. It is our threats after all, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna give a blue to... Yeah, no, I'll give a blue to Vero. With a two advantage, you can give two two blues to the next person. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. I'll give two blues to Vero. Alright, and uh, do you want to do anything for your maneuver, or was it taking out your weapon, right? Taking out my weapon maneuver. was my maneuver, yeah. Alright, Vero, you're up. Okay, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just attack the guy right there, the middle one. Alright, in the middle, who's already injured? Yeah. See. Alright. Wait one second. Ah. Oh. Excellent. Uh, two successes, one threat. Alright, so what's the damage? Base damage is six. Uh, but then it becomes seven, right? Because you get an additional success. Okay. And then what's your pierce? Two. All right, so uh, that's enough. As this one kind of raises up his particle, uh, excuse me, his particle ray gun to fire at you. You kind of turn it. You fire your modified weapon, and the, the laser just streaks through its throat. It slumps back onto the ground. Uh, you do have one advantage. Oh no, you had a threat. So go ahead and take a strain for that. I'll say. Okay. Alright, that brings us to their turn. This one on the side here, that Skipper shot at, is going to fire. Oh no. Oh no. Fire at... Yeah, I mean, fire at Skipper. Do you have any defense, Skipper? Let's see. I believe I do. Oh, no, I no, don't. No, I think you have melee defense yeah, when, no, when you I have don't. your parrying dagger, yeah. Okay. They will take their maneuver to aim. Uh, that's definitely a hit. That's that's eight damage, but it's stun damage. So after reduced by soak, it you take it in strain instead of wounds. Okay. Um, these so people are obviously equipped with you know slaving weapons. They don't like <laughs> killing merchandise. They like stunning it. So four because I four soak. And then they will give a blue to the other person who is going to take their maneuver to charge forward and toss a stun grenade at Vero. No. Vero, do you have any defense? No. All right. Fun. Uh, that is a hit. Uh, eight stun damage to you. 
So once you reduce it by soak, you take it in strain instead of wounds. Okay. But they're not able to activate the blast or the disorient, so they kind of toss it, it lands at your feet, and boom, sends out this ripple of stunning energy, sending these currents through your uh, nervous system, Vero, and you kind of stumble backwards, but thankfully it didn't, uh, you know, only was, uh, got you in the radius. And they begin kind of shouting in Trandoshan, um, and there begins to be some commotion from the camp where they just came from. Aro, top of the round, you're up. Alrighty then. Okay. <clears throat> well, see. I'm sorry. Never mind. I rolled really good. Yeah. The, uh. Say psych right now, dude. Next group of <laughs> Trandoshans begins to charge up some of the other guards from the gate. And they take a full turn to charge up to there. And, excuse me, I'm on the wrong layer. Okay. These boys. Oh, there's more. Got that for their initiative. There's more now. Oh great. Mm, this is no good, man. All right, so they they spend their turn running up and they're they're approaching their uh, their friends here. Go ahead. Aro, right, you're up now. Okay, man. This is no good, man. All right. Uh. Okay, big. <laughs> this is not good, bro. I'm telling you, man. This is not good. It's not good, man. Mm. What are you doing, Aro? Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast the one that uh, was uh, that completely just attacked Barrow in utter rage. Okay. But yeah. What's going on? That's so that short range. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm gonna do wield. Heck yeah, you are. Right. Three successes, one advantage. So how much total damage? Uh, 15, right? Wait, how much, wait, how much, I don't know. How much is each success equal? Well, the first success is your weapon's base damage. Right. Each additional success is just one extra damage. Oh. So, does each pistol do five? Wait, did you get two advantages? Three successes, one advantage. You can, you can only activate the other pistol with two advantage. Okay. So that's seven, right? So that's base damage of one pistol is five, and then plus the other two successes, that's seven, right? It's seven. But then what's your pierce? Two. Okay. okay. And what are you going to spend your one advantage on? Uh, I'm just going to toss a baby to the next person. All right, that's Doc. All right, seeing these guys... um. Attacking my friends, I'll come out from behind. <laughs> Arrow. <laughs> Alright. From cowering behind him like a coward, using his body for cover, <laughs> you heroically step out of the shadows. <laughs> charge the nearest Trandoshan. Right here. And just to kind of like be like a body block, so you can't throw any more grenades, and I'll just kind of whip up my rifle and I'll shoot at this guy. Are you are you doing like the thing in basketball where you're like waving your hands to like to like cap any time if they try to throw the grenade above you? <laughs> um, oh, so you're going for one of the the guys that are approaching? Yeah. All right, it's minion range. Go ahead and make the shot. Darn. That's fourteen damage, but two threats. Oh, 14 oh, damage! Oh! With oh my threats. gosh! Two threats! 
Alright, with the two threats, I will make you die. <laughs> and now you die. Uh, Good game, guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend them to give the one you just targeted a free maneuver, which will be a move. Um, so you kind of go up to this one and kind of body block it to stop it from throwing grenades, hopefully. Then peek around the side of him and fire with your blaster rifle a couple shots. You strike the uh, oncoming Trandoshan in the shoulder a couple times. He just charges after you and uh, pretty pretty injured. That was uh, definitely painful. Uh, okay, next up we have Skippa. Okay, I'm gonna shoot at uh, this one. Mm-hmm. I will roll three advantages and two failures. That is just sad. That is sad. Um, by the <laughs> way, just for the people who are only listening to this and can't see the board, she's targeting the, um, the person that Doc just shot that just charged it upwards. Alright, so you do miss, oh, but you do have three so advantages sad. to spend. Okay. So, I guess I can't really do anything else other than give blue because I missed. Right? Um. I'm reading the thing, I don't. Yeah, you could spend two two advantages to give a black to their, uh. Okay. Their next check. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll spend two of my advantages because I have three. I'll spend two to give a. You can also spend. Sorry, you can also spend uh, one to recur strain. I think. I'll be okay because I still have like eight more I can take. So I'll spend two of my advantages to give a black to the next uh, target ch ch uh, enemy check, right? And then one of my success uh, sorry <laughs> advantages to give a blue to Vero. Okay. Um, did you use your maneuver? Um, no, I didn't. But I don't. Do you want to use it? Um, no. Alright, you could just aim then, which gives you a blue on your next attack. Okay. I will take aim then, so I will add a blue. Alright. Pharaoh, you're up. Okay, I'm going to shoot at this guy. Alright. The guy that Skipper just missed at. Yeah. Him. Yes. Haha, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I kept okay. aim. <laughs> Loser. Okay, two successes, so that's eight damage, right? Alright. What is your weapon's base damage? Six. So that's that's seven, because the first success is just deals base damage. Oh, okay. Okay, so seven damage, and then two and then pier uh, pierce. Pierce two, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's... Hmm. Nah. Huh. Math. Got it. All right, and did you have rolling advantages, you said? No, none. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? Um, I have a maneuver, right? Yep. Okay, I'm just gonna take the duck and cover action or move maneuver. Right, that's the thing. Uh, what do you? Is there team a cover behind? Oh, whoops! Accidentally. Um, is this like a tree or something? Yeah, there's like a little tree stump there. Okay. You wanna duck behind that? I'll try. <laughs> All right, you can take your move to, to duck behind that. Awesome. All right, the initial uh, Trandoshans that what you guys are fighting against. One is currently engaged with Doc. The other one was shot at its skipper near the beginning. That one is going to fire at Vero with uh, their weapon. 
accelerated charged particle array gun. Um, oh. Vera, do you have any defense? No. Pretty nerdy. Full name. Full <laughs> name, bro. Yeah, full name. There we go. Alright, that is... Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, that's nine points of stun damage, so you do reduce it by yourself, and you take the rest in strain. Okay. And with the triumph, I could either crit or activate blast. I'm gonna activate blast. So Skipper and Aro, you guys each take eight points of stun damage. Reduced by soak. Reduced by soak. Okay, so oh. <laughs> Oof. Ouchie. As a fire of this stunning uh, shot, sends out these electrical currents through the air that catches each of you. Uh, Aro, this is in strain, not in not for wounds. Yeah, I realize. What happens when you run out of strain? You fall unconscious. Oh, great. Oh. But you can stim pack strain that we've we've homebrewed that. Um, just like wounds. Uh, okay. Uh, that's him. The other one is engaged with Doc. And because they don't have any weapons at hand, because they threw a grenade last turn, uh, they're going to slash out at Doc with their claws. One defense. All right. I'm going to aim. Uh, that, <laughs> that's a miss. Uh, but there is two advantage which they will spend to give two blue to the next people in line. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. Top of the round, we have the approaching Trandoshans. Uh, the one in the back is going to use a maneuver to move up. Up there, and then... Is gonna move all the way engaged to Skipper with their action. No. And the other one who is pretty badly wounded um, is gonna go ahead and fire at Doc. With the two say. blues. And they also had a black from uh, Skipper's from attack. Um, oh yeah, one defense. There we go. Okay. Oh no! Alright. Um, that is a hit. Ugh. That's six stun damage, and and a crit. So let me roll the crit here. I have one critical injury. All right, so it gets plus ten. So fifty-four is the total, and that is fearsome wound. The uh, the uh, it's average. It's an average critical injury. You add a purple to all presence and willpower checks until the end of the encounter. Ooh, all those presence and willpower checks you make during battle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, that's them. Next up, we have RL. Jale. Alrighty then, who's still alive? Uh, well, you have uh, these two. One's engaged with Skipper, one's engaged with Doc, and then two more uh, uh, about 20 feet away from you. Who are firing their weapons? Mm. Right, all right. Let's just kill. Let's just. Who's the most wounded? The most wounded. The most is, wounded. Who's most wounded? Uh, th this this guy who who just fired his gun at Doc. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, roll twenty is being super slow. It's not responding. Oh well, I'll just shoot at the one right in front of Doc. The one that Doc's engaged with. Yes. 
And by engage with, I mean they are meant to be wed. Whoa! Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not supportive of that. When Gabe's not here, I have to channel his pun energy. Okay. Oh gosh. All right. Well, we gotta end that quickly. We better end that. So that's short range. Go ahead and make the attack. Righty then. Uh, two success, one advantage. Uh, two success, one advantage. So what's your weapon's base damage? Five. So that is, what, six? Mm-hmm. Pierce two, right? Yes, sir. Okay, that's pretty good. And you had two advantage? Uh, one. Oh, one advantage. Unfortunate. Oh, unfortunate. This munching is making me very uncomfortable. It's making me hungry, bro. <laughs> Actually, this is yeah. half actual play, half food ASMR. Oh, great. So I've always wanted <laughs> Actually, every, every... I haven't eaten anything all day. That's crazy. I had a single bowl of cereal and it's five o'clock. Well, then you better hurry up and finish your turn so you can get eating, yeah, Evan? <laughs> Aren't I done? <laughs> you have an advantage to spend. Do you want to spend it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> toss the blue to the next person. All right. Toss the blue over to Doc. You're up. All right. I will... Gun that guy down because he's attacking my friend Skipper. Skipper. Alright, go ahead, uh, short range, make the attack. Oh, it's short range. Well, they're, yeah, they're. Woo, like ten right feet there, yeah. Me. That is one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't add the blue. Was it two or add one blue? blue. Four. It, uh, one, just one. Okay. But you can take the aim maneuver if you'd like to get another blue. No. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so no. I forgot to roll the blues, yeah. but that's right now. Okay. Okay. 16. Um, damage. And I will crit twice. Whoa! And 16 damage? <laughs> well, that's gnarly. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, I don't... I don't know what... I don't know what that was. You're legally not allowed to speak anymore. That's not, that's not <laughs> what I have any um, like. crits? No, no, no. So, 99. Whoa. That is... Crippled. One limb is impaired. Oh my god. Uh, what limb do you choose? Um, what would that be? I'm gonna blast his right arm as he's attacking. Alright. Uh, Skipper. This one has no weapons out and it's just leering over Skipper, claws out, just <sighs> snarling down at her like a good, like three to four feet taller than her. And oh as it <sighs> rears back to charge up, you turn and kind of crouch down because there's even one slashing at you and you kind of duck under a slash as you turn. And doo, 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 fire! A couple of the lasers miss, but one of them strikes it right in the elbow. And he kind of stumbles backwards, holding its elbow. It's kind of smoldering. You see it has just fallen limp in its own grasp. And it kind of turns around and looks at you with these glowing orange eyes. Um, just seeming to be like spotlights uh, in the darkness. Is that your turn? Yeah. Skipper, you're up. Okay. Okay, I'm going to attack that same 
You're Skipper. No, you're not. Skipper. <laughs> okay. Well, I, oh, will, yeah, I will attack that stream. <laughs> I will. I will. For a second, for I like got really For some reason, confused. I thought it was ahead. Bro's <laughs> all like, oh, I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm for a sorry. second, I got confused. kind of crazy. When you said that, when you started talking, I was like, oh my gosh, have I been referring to the wrong person? Like, <laughs> the whole episode? Um, okay. I roll to hit. Uh, what are you attacking? Oh, uh, my blaster. So it's already out, and this dude is like right on me. He is engaged with you, so the difficulty is two purple because point blank is is harder. Literally engaged. You guys are literally engaged. To oh be my wet. god, I cannot wait for our wedding. I got three <laughs> advantages of one failure. Oh boy. Oh, this game hates me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what do you want to spend the three advantages on? Okay, uh... Just give three blue to Vero? Yeah, Vero here, take all these advantages. This all is right. for you, my dude. Alright, Vero, you get three blue. Uh, Skipper, you're, you're, like, maneuvering your gun, but every time you try to fire it, it knocks your, uh, your, your gun arm away with its, with its, uh, thick tree trunk-like arms. And Vero, you turn and you see this, uh, beast, while horribly crippled and hurt at, uh, one arm. I'm um, kind of leering over Skipper. Vera, what do you do? Yeah, I will attack it. Uh, Alright. And, okay. Uh, okay, so that's six. Yeah. One, two, three. Ten damage, but one threat. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, oh, you get it one strain from the threat, I guess. Okay. Or, oh, wait, no, that's. <laughs> that'd be really bad for you. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can spend it on. Okay. So, take a strain. Um, and you just kill this one. Vero, just apparently the one taking all the kills. You turn as it is about to swipe out its skipper, and you just poof, fire and just take it in the neck. Slum it, skipper, you have to sidestep it as it crumples to the floor. Uh, Vero, you do have a maneuver. Um, what do you want to do with that maneuver? Um, I will. I'll just duck again. Uh, Alright, you duck under the stump again. Very yeah. well. Uh, next up we have this duo here. So the one engaged with Doc and the other far range one. Uh, the one engaged with Doc is going to slash out at Doc. You have one, one defense. They're going to aim. Finally, <laughs> a hit. Uh, that is six points of damage. And this is not stun damage, this is actual damage. Getting shot. As it slashes out at you with its claws. This other one, um, with the weapon, yeah, uh, Doc is standing very strong and is being very, uh, irritating, so it's also gonna fire at Doc. <laughs> uh, it's gonna aim as well. You have one defense. That's a hit. Uh, that is... Six points of stun damage, and they will also crit against you. So oh, now you have plus two, plus twenty. All right, plus twenty. So that ends up being fifty-eight, which is agonizing wound. Add a purple to all brawn and agility checks until the end of the encounter, including oh, no. all oh, your your attacks. Just some <clears throat> fires at you, and as the stun damage kind of. <clears throat> Uh, ripples over you, the electricity kind of begins to kind of short fuse some of your systems, um, making it so that it's kind of harder to operate. 
gonna make you a little weeper. We weeper? Weaker. Weeper. <laughs> in the upcoming battle. So, as you guys kind of stand here, uh, uh, besieged by these ferocious Trandoshans, um, unfortunately not being able to make your way uh, totally to the Prince's Sword without um, being detected, we are going to end today's session. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Friends Like These. Look out for the next episode dropping next Friday. If you want to learn how to play this Star Wars system for yourself, check out our how-to series on D20 Academy's YouTube channel. For hilarious and informative journeys through storytelling and role-playing, check out our weekly podcast episodes dropping every Tuesday. And if you're a GM looking to build your very own campaign, go to d20academy.com, where you will find a free video taking you through the entire process. May the Force be with you. Thank you.